When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Prepare to win with PFF Fantasy. Use PFF's exclusive rankings, projections, advanced statistics, and more to win your draft in August and set the best lineups through the end of the regular season. Made special for the podcast listeners, use PFF promo code 49ERSPOD to save 20% on PFF's Edge or Elite subscription anytime between now and the end of the season. Go to PFF.com to sign up today. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, John Chapman, and you are not mistaken, ladies and gentlemen. This is two podcasts, back-to-back days. This brings our total to four podcasts in the past seven days. I'm hoping to keep this up because I'm just having too much fun, and I love that um, everybody is responding to the podcast, and there's lots of good stuff out there right now. I really appreciate that. But without further ado, this is going to be an awesome episode. We are going to finish up day eight of camp. Uh, We're just going to talk about today's practice. This is Sunday whenever I'm recording this because the 49ers have off on Monday Uh, due to the CBA. You can only practice on the field four days in a row, and so we get Monday off. Then we have four days practice, a day off, and then our preseason game. So that's kind of where we're at. So we're going to go over practice and then an updated 53-man roster projection. So several changes have been made by the front office already, which we've talked about on here. But I want to kind of focus on, man, it's a guessing game right now. Kyle Shanahan was asked today, man, what are you going to do with the receivers? Is it possible to keep seven, usually keep six? And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) He's like, we're going to be cutting guys that should be starters. It's just kind of where we are. So without further ado, let's get into everything. Starting off with the injuries, we have some good and we have some bad. Good news, DeForest Buckner was back after a few days' absence with his toe injury. Um, He was back at it today, and he looked great. They they kind of phasing him in. He didn't take his normal snap numbers, but he was out there. No problems there. Quan Alexander as well is starting to get phased into team, and it was awesome. Uh, his second play out there at team, he made a hellacious hit against Matt Breida at the line of scrimmage, and just the defense erupted. You know, a defensive line coach, Kasurik, just went nuts, as he always does, but it, you could tell right off the bat, if Quan Alexander is able to stay healthy, he is going to be a trendsetter for this defense, which is absolutely great. 
Bad news a little bit is D Ford in the tendonitis in his knee. He didn't practice today. And Kyle Shanahan said in his press conference that he went and got a PRP. And what that is, I'm going to probably mispronounce this. It's a platelet-rich plasma treatment where basically you just inject it in your knee and it just stimulates growth of cells so that it can fight through this. Now, it usually takes at least a week those are kyle shanahan's words to get over this so uh, don't be scared d ford's gonna be out a week and it was funny because kyle even said he could play through this the whole year we have people do this you know joe staley's had one of these before as well but why not take care of it now instead of having this linger and perhaps having you do it in the season and then he misses a game so just we've got plenty of time let's get it out of the way um outside of that no real big injury news marquise goodwin was on the ground for a while today ran into another player and just kind of looked like knocked the breath out of him he was able to pop up and jog off but he was down for a minute with his breath out so a couple things, just 49ers news, brick by brick, which is the 49ers kind of, you know, all or nothing or behind the scenes look, whatever you want to call it. So that is airing every Wednesday for the next five weeks. So we have five more episodes of that. The first one's already out. So head over to YouTube, the 49ers channel, and go ahead and watch that. It's an absolute awesome way to just see kind of what happens behind the, the scenes, which is always a lot of fun. Do want to say before we jump into the practice report, thanks to the beat writers and the people that are there at camp. Really can't do this without you guys. Rob Loader, Jeff Denny, Matt Mayoko, Eric Branch, Jacob Hutchinson, just to name a few. If you're not following those guys on Twitter, go do so. They're the absolute best, and uh, this podcast would struggle mightily without their work. So just want to say thank you. So the quarterbacks this week it was interesting. Up and down, up and down for sure. However, I do think that the offense definitely won the day today in camp, which you can't say very often. Maybe two or three days of the 10, the offense has done uh, extremely well. Jimmy Garoppolo goes 14 for 21. Now, interesting of note, he still has not thrown an interception during team drills, which is great. He did get pretty close to throwing an interception today off of a tipped pass. Sheldon Day tipped it up in the air, and it was almost intercepted but dropped right before the player went to the ground. So still no interceptions from uh, through training camp, and he was sacked once by, you guessed it, Nick Bosa. We'll talk more about him in a little bit. I want to focus on the offense for now. Quarterbacks, Nick Mullins went with the third. Stringers again today, but he had a hellacious day. 11 for 13 and a touchdown pass. He did really, really well with the number threes. Kyle Shanahan decided to give him even more reps uh, after he just continued to lead this drive down the field. So because of that, CJ only went six for 10. He uh, didn't get near as many snaps, uh, even though his pass attempts were as high as Mullins it's not really what happened the the snap differential was much larger than the pass attempts CJ had a terrible pass that was intercepted um basically you know Kyle Shanahan scripted this out and said <laughs> the, the question was asked what happened to CJ and why did he throw it straight to the defender and what would happen is the back was supposed to get out into the flats which would clear out the backer on a slant route Okay, uh, that's the issue that happened was the backer stayed in to pass protect. So because the running back stayed in to pass protect, that linebacker was able to get depth and to get into the throwing lane. Now, the quarterback read uh, is if you can get an inside release on the corner, the wide receiver, then you should be able to throw that. 
but because he didn't pay attention to the back's hot read to pick up pass uh, pro, he threw it straight at the linebacker. Uh, so take that for what you want. It is what it is. Debo Samuel led the team in catches today. He had three catches and a huge touchdown during team. Um, it was a deep ball on the right side. He jumped over a safety to make an amazing catch and then just strutted into the end zone. It seems like we cannot go a day without our safeties getting just destroyed deep at least once or twice. Uh, this is a, a very common occurrence. And the sad thing is, it's not like it's just one of the safeties. It's all of the safeties. I, I don't, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but our, the safeties, this team's going to go as far as the safeties will allow us to go. That's just what it is. So Debo did say that he is only playing at the X position right now, and he is just there exclusively, which is really smart because the 49ers playbook with Kyle Shanahan is not simple. <laughs> it's not simple at all, which brings us to our next rookie. Jalen Hurd started getting some snaps and in individual at the F position. Now, the F position is kind of the move tight end. Um, spot so not the inline tight end but usually you know whenever you see George Kittle off the ball or spread out wide or even as like an H back role uh, he's getting a little bit of work there so Kyle Shanahan is staying true to kind of you know putting him there he has seen some snaps in the slot as well so yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on right now with that offense which is great and staying with that kind of wild card you know offensive weapon or whatever you want to call it Kyle Juszczyk juice started off practice he's had a really quiet camp but that's kind of the player that juice always is going to be he's the type of guy that he's not going to show up in the stat sheet he doesn't get a lot of carries i think he's had eight over the course of the entire year and you know he might get 30 to 40 targets but his infamous wheel route the second play in team he ran his wheel route and got left alone he beat malcolm smith for a long pass from jimmy garoppolo he didn't get in the end zone but it was probably a 40 to 45 yard play and that's kind of what it is there's little things that kyle shanahan can scheme up with juice just because he's so versatile and before I do jump over to the offense or to the defense, I do want to make a note. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, he is just great. The gift that keeps on giving. If you were watching the 49ers live practice on Saturday, it was Friday or Saturday, I don't remember. But um, <laughs> as they're recording the live feed on the website, YouTube, everything else, I uh, didn't catch this live, but it, the video is now out there on Twitter. In the middle of practice, Mike McGlinchey turns around and goes and takes a piss while the camera is live on the players and so mike mcglinchy's just got his back to the team and the camera just taking a whiz against a wall in practice when you gotta go you gotta go um this is kind of mike mcglinchy's just he's awesome man love that guy now let's go to the defensive side and you have to start with nick bosa um i understand i I've been called out for it that I like Bosa too much, and I've been very high on him since the start of the draft process. Don't care. Um, Bosa is unstoppable on defense. He's leading the team in sacks. He is leading the team in tackles for loss, and he's doing it against the one, twos, and threes. He's beat every single offensive tackle on our roster at least once, and today he 
had to go against Kittle one-on-one in team. I don't know why they didn't chip or whatever. Uh, he just blew right past Kittle. And um, Tevin Coleman got the ball right off the edge, and he got there so fast, Coleman was still like trying to read the hole, which wasn't there. So he got a tackle for loss and then stripped the ball, poked the ball out of Tevin Coleman, and Emmanuel Mosley scooped it up and got a scoop and score off the turnover on that. And then on top of that, he also had a sack and multiple pressures in today's practice alone. And all of this has been happening on a limited team snap rate. Uh, snap rate. So Kyle Shanahan said, we haven't allowed Bosa to get more than 12 team snaps of practice. Today, he got 16. He's been doing all of this at about 70% of the snaps as most other defensive players. And he's doing it against everybody. So really, really excited to see if this can continue. I, I think you could not be more pleased with how he has practiced. He's definitely the defensive MVP of training camp so far. I don't know if that's really an award, but if you had to pick one, um, it would go to him for sure. Offensively, I'm staying with Trent Taylor, but... I tried not to talk about Trent Taylor today, and sure enough, there it is again. Um, anyway, moving on, defense, uh, another rookie, Drake Greenlaw. Man, he had a hell of a practice. He got an interception off CJ. He was the linebacker that drifted um, into his passing lane and picked that off. And then he also had a tackle for loss and a pass breakup against Kittle and man coverage about 20 yards downfield. Um, he kind of laid out and was able to knock the ball away. It would have been a huge gain for Kittle, and again, there was no safety help behind him so if Kittle did catch it he might have been gone on that one but absolute amazing practice by Drake Greenlaw the big dudes up front Sheldon Day and DJ Jones both put in solid performances we have not heard their names very much but uh, Sheldon Day had a pass breakup at the line of scrimmage. That was the Jimmy Garoppolo pass that was almost intercepted and Kwan Williams man this is awesome we keep getting new guys that are showing up and kind of making the highlight plays. He stripped George Kittle over the middle to force a fumble. And so, man, if you can take anything away from today's practice, the offense did great, and they were getting moved on up and down the field. But every single time where it was just, and Kyle Shan alluded to this as well, once the defense was getting tired and they were on their heels, they were able to force a big play, whether that was a sack or a turnover, or a fumble, anything, interception. So just props to the defensive unit. And there were a couple things that Kyle Shanahan talked about in his press conference that I just kind of wanted to pay a little bit of attention to. One of those is Fred Warner. Um, they asked how Fred's doing back there calling all the plays. And Kyle Shanahan said, you know, he came in as a rookie, and he handled everything just fine. And everything just seems second nature for him now. And he's running everything out there. He's very, very confident in what he's calling. And everybody's looking to him as the leader on that defense, uh, which usually happens with the Mike role. But it's absolutely great to have just Warner back there just holding every single thing down. Now, he was also asked about the wide receiver rotation and who's going to be cut. So he said, the picture's not getting any clearer. We have a lot of guys that need to be starters, and we're going to have to let some guys go um, that we don't want to. And we haven't really had that problem here. He said it's a good problem to have, but we haven't had that issue here in the past two years. It was very easy to do 53-man rosters the last few years because there wasn't that many quality guys. This year, it's absolutely it's a mess. And the wide receiver 
the safety position and the defensive line position there are just way too many bodies now the, the wide receiver and d-line positions are good the safety position is bad just with a lot of bodies and the question was asked you know what does marcel harris have to do to guarantee his spot on this 53-man roster and kyle shannon did not hold back he has to become the best strong safety we have the in, in the box guy and he has to beat out tart um, to guarantee his spot that's what he's got to do and that's what all those other guys have to do but marcel harris has not been consistent he is a flash player but again a lot of times whenever you hear the safeties get in beat deep it, he's been one of them so it's something that he's got to work on there uh now qb2 question was asked again he still said it's way way too early but he feels confident in both and then it was interesting they asked you know are we going to do any live tackling drills in training camp this year and kyle shanahan said absolutely not he said no team this is kyle shanahan talking no team that he has been on in the past 10 years has had a training camp live tackling uh, drill and he's not going to start now uh, just saying health is just too important and it's just not worth it so yeah you take take what you want there it's it's kind of what it is but you, you do what you got to do all right now it's time for the 53 man roster so here we go this is updated just finished it today here we go all right i'm going to give you the number of each position that we kept last year and then the number that I project we will keep this year, they are all almost the exact same. I do have a change uh, this year with offensive tackles. I was keeping one less and keeping one more safety. Other than that, the numbers are pretty much the exact same. So quarterbacks, right off the bat, I was keeping two, Jimmy Garoppolo and Nick Mullins. He deserves it. There is a possibility we keep all three. That is a strong possibility if these two guys do not separate themselves and just Kyle Shanahan cannot move on from letting one of these guys walk out of his building so if they don't trade one it is a possibility we could keep three and if we do keep three corner or three quarterbacks man I think that's going to knock off a safety spot running backs I have us keeping five in order of their position depth chart right now you got Tevin Coleman Matt Breida Jarek McKinnon then I think you got Kyle Juszczyk, and then Raheem Mostert. And you could say, man, we shouldn't keep Mostert. That guy is a lock because of special teams. I would argue that he has as much value to this team as Jarek McKinnon does, if not more. So whatever. Wide receiver six. Uh, I think we're going to keep six again this year. Pettis, Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurd, Marquise Goodwin, Trent Taylor, and Kendrick Bourne. And this is the group. And I understand there's going to be a lot of people that are like, man, screw you. We're keeping Richie James. I hope we do keep Richie James. But you can't keep everybody. Kendrick Bourne has his niche role, and that's red zone targets, which is the biggest concern with the offense and Kyle Shanahan's offense. So are you going to take away the best red zone wide receiver threat that has just dominated uh, training camp in that area? Whenever he is the only guy that is big that can do what he did. Jordan Matthews has not had a great camp. So I really do think that this is between, you know, Kendrick Bourne and Richie James. I, I, I want to keep them both. I wouldn't be mad if we kept seven. But again, somebody's got to be let go. Tight end, uh, three tight ends last year, three again this year. And a shakeup of the depth chart. Kittle's number one for sure. Ross Dwelly. 
I think he's our number two tight end. He has been absolutely incredible blocking. He has been explosive in the receiving game, which we didn't expect. I think he's gonna he's the number two guy if the season started today and we would keep Caden Smith. That puts uh Levine Toilolo out and Garrick Selleck again. I just with him gonna be out for at least uh, six weeks into the season probably I don't think that they're going to keep him that's just me now tackles I think we're going to keep one less than we did last year Staley and McGlinchey they are locks and Justin School which I, I, I just I think that he's going to be the guy there and those are the three they're going to keep now interior offensive linemen this was a huge change as well because the majority myself included I thought Eric Magnuson was going to be the backup interior offensive lineman he's been released so I was keeping five interior guys, Western Richburg, Lakin Tomlinson, and Mike Person. They're going to be our starters. Ben Garland is a lock for the roster now, especially with Richburg hurt. And Najee Torin, who has stepped up. You know, Josh Garnett has, he's been hurt. It's just can't get out of his own way. Najee Torin has stepped up big time. And so I think him and Ross Reynolds are kind of fighting for that last spot. Maybe if Josh Garnett gets healthy, but how do you rely on that guy if you're this coaching staff? Um, I, I just just his health. The best ability is durability, and he has zero. So that's the offensive side. Let's jump over to the D-line. I, I didn't uh, divide it from outside or inside because it's not fair to do with this team. <laughs> we have so many guys that play all over this, the place. So uh, nine defensive linemen, and in not necessarily order, but let's start with starters. DeForest Buckner, uh, Bosa for sure, D. Ford, Eric Armstead. And then after that, this is not necessarily a question mark start, but I think this this is the second tier of that depth chart. Um, Solomon Thomas, DJ Jones, Contavious Street, Ronald Blair, and Julian Taylor. Which, if that was the case, that means Sheldon Day is going to be out. So it, this is another one of those positions where you can say, okay, let's keep an extra guy. Let's keep 10 defensive linemen. But again, you got to drop somebody. Okay, what position group's going to lose someone? And I think the linebacker group is one that could lose. You know, we kept six here last year, and a lot of that had to do with Reuben Foster. Um, if you remember, he was like his suspension and all that stuff, so we needed an extra guy. Linebackers could be five. It really could. But I have us keeping six as of now. Fred Warner, Quan Alexander, they are locks. Uh, I'd say Drake Greenlaw is probably the next lock. I do have us keeping Malcolm Smith. We do not save really anything if he is a uh, casualty cap casualty and he can play all three spots so uh, not that he's safe but i do think he makes the roster elijah lee and mark nazocha um you know so we have some guys out you know david mayo has had a good camp he could be one of those guys that kind of jumps up in this and, and knocks somebody out but with mark nazocha special team stud elijah lee huge upside guy that could back up all three spots dre greenlaw he's not going anywhere he's probably going to be a starter Cornerbacks, six last year and six again this year. Um, Sherman and Verrett, uh, Kella Witherspoon, those guys are kind of locks. Kawan Williams, Tim Harris, and then I have us keeping Emmanuel Mosley. He has been showing up big time. He really has. He's been around, and, and I think that that's one of the ones where it's like, man, this guy can actually make it. Now, if we go to the safety position, which, again, some of these guys have moved around, um, you know, however you want to classify them. You know, I'd put 
DJ Reed's going to be in there for sure. I had him as a safety here, but you could put him in the corner one. And again, if he's going to be kept, who's going to be bumped out? Tim Harris? I think it'd be Tim Harris would be the next one. Um, Emmanuel Mosley would be the next one. So again, safety, I have us keeping one less, but this is going to be a rough one. Uh, Jaquiski Tar, Adrian Colbert, DJ Reed. Again, I counted him here. Probably shouldn't have done that. Um, D- Jimmy Ward, and man, that's going to bump Marcel Harris out. Because if we're keeping Tarvarius Moore, which I think he is, and he needs to be counted as a safety, that guy's going to stay. I think he's going to be there, which would bump, again, Marcel Harris out. Because when Kyle Shanahan was asked today about Marcel Harris, he didn't think twice. He was like, he's got to improve and beat out Tart. Otherwise, you know, who knows? And then, of course, our three special teamers, you know, Robbie Gold, uh, good old Mike Wisnowski and Colin Holba, our long snapper, which brings our total. That is going to be our 53-man roster. As of now, if John Chapman was the GM, which probably thankful for the 49ers <laughs> fans, uh, that is not the case. But that's what we got today. And before I jump off, I do want to say head over to manscaped.com. Um, use the promo code 49ersRush. Again, get 20% off, free shipping, and a free travel bag. Man, it's an awesome product. Please head over there, manscaped.com, and use the promo code 49ersRush. But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Back-to-back day episodes. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And please reach out to me on Twitter if you disagreed. If if I said something that you just pissed you off and you just don't understand why, let's have a conversation. The best place to do that is on Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman, at JL underscore Chapman. And as always, please uh, hit subscribe, rate, and review the show. That helps us out a lot. Appreciate it, guys, and have a great rest of your day. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.